muted. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Imenovia Q3 report for 2017. Today I am pleased to present Mats Gran, CEO. For the first part of this call, all participants will be in a listen-only mode, and afterwards there will be a question and answer session. I will now be handing over to Mats Gran. Please begin your meeting. Welcome, everybody, to the uh, Imenovia Q3 report conference. Uh, it's a pleasure to be able to talk to you again. And today we will cover the financials, of course, for the Q3, uh, but the main part, I will also talk about the uh, pancreas cancer project uh, uh, progress and specifically the uh, events during the Q3 where, where we have had uh, significant progress on the early symptoms um, application of the test uh, with the agreements with Professor Pereira and start of uh, uh, sample collection uh, together with UCL there. We'll also cover, of course, the autoimmunity where we, during the quarter, have, have uh, secured uh, biobanks for uh, the four diseases uh, that we have been looking at before uh, from Linköping University Hospital uh, collaboration that also has been pressed. So, so that's the content uh, of today's uh, conference. So let's, uh, let's start with the uh, financials. Um, uh, maybe the most important part of that one is to, uh, to acknowledge that we do have a very strong balance sheet. Uh, uh, we have 250 million SEC at uh, September 13, cash and cash equivalents, which means we are well financed uh, for the uh, plans uh, moving us into uh, 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 the uh, uh, initial revenues uh, at the uh, sales start end of 2018 and, and further into 2019. So um, this strong financial position is, of course, a, a strength for the company, and we're very happy to, to continue to report that one. Um, as you can see also in the financial reports there, the, um, the cost for R&D is going up, but not as a percentage of the whole, and that is mainly due to that the prospective study cuts are, are uh, uh, accounted for as marketing activities. Uh, uh, so, so that's a comment I would like to make there. Number of employees at the end of the period were 31, and we have continued, of course, to strengthen the organization according to plan moving forward. Uh, furthermore, when it comes to, um, uh, to the uh, stock market listing uh, that we are moving to the uh, NASDAQ main list, uh, as we have announced that we were done, uh, ready for that, process uh, in September when we completed our uh, prevision uh, period, as it's, uh, as it's called, where uh, external uh, accountants uh, and, and auditors has gone through our um, processes and so forth, and uh, we have then um, set the required um, uh, structures in place, uh, specifically on the financial reporting side. And, and other areas as well, um, and then uh, we're ready, as we announced in September, for the process at NASDAQ, which has started with the revision ongoing. They have, uh, NASDAQ has uh, appointed uh, their uh, auditors that are now going through our, our um, data rooms, and uh, we are therefore, of course, dependent on their process. That when the audit report from NASDAQ comes, we will uh, get a... Uh, a final uh, date for the uh, for the first uh, trading day on the main list. Uh, we uh, do not have that at the, at the moment, but we have uh, had the opportunity to, um, uh, as we said, uh, wish that we would like to be traded around the end of the year, beginning of next year. Uh, 
we are waiting for the airport, and it, it will likely be in, in Q1, as it looks like. But we, as I said, we will get further comments from or decisions from NASDAQ on this, which we are dependent on. So that was uh, the part on the financials. Uh, I would then like to move on to the pancreas test, PancMD, um, uh, where, of course, the goal uh, to uh, have the sales start in the later part of 2018 remain unchanged. Um, the, it is, is um, a lot of um, uh, uh, activities that need to be completed that we are working hard on and had very good success. We are following plan. Uh, I would like to try to, to um, um, make it a little bit clearer what has to be, be uh, in place in terms of accreditations uh, before one is allowed to start selling. Uh, so for the European market, you will have to have a C marking of that product itself, which is a, a, a um, marking that, that um, means that you have documented and um, the, the product development of the product itself according to the quality uh, management system uh, that you have put in place. Uh, that's one requirement. The second requirement is that the lab that actually performs the test has an ISO 17025. Um, accreditation, which is done by a independent auditor, uh, state-owned in Sweden, called SWEDAC. And uh, this uh, is dependent on that the, the, the um, work for the C-marking, the product development documentation is in place before you can start that one. Furthermore, you will also need to show that your production has following uh, ISO 13485, which is also prerequisite before you can start the formal accreditation process. But we are, as I said, on track with this, this work and are moving forward. Uh, the U.S. side needs, instead of the CE and ISO 17025, a CLE accreditation that also requires the ISO 13485 accreditation before you can start that. So it all hangs together. And, and the work has to, has to be done bottoms up, so to say, from documenting every single step in the process of producing the, the product and also every single step in, in uh, the laboratory process. Uh, verify it, test it, document the testing, uh, document your subsuppliers, your uh, instruments that are used, uh, make sure that they are validated and tested and, and so forth. And that all goes into the package for this, this um, uh, accreditation, as I, as I mentioned here. So this is rather complex, but we are on track, and uh, the major work on the development side has, has been uh, meeting its milestones uh, as planned uh, during the quarter, which is a, a great achievement. We are also on track with the U.S. lab establishment and equipping on the lab. Uh, that is intense work going on in Boston area, and um, I'm pleased that that is moving on as, as we had thought when we announced the start of the establishment of the lab. Uh, important uh, activities during the um, uh, quarter and, and the whole year has also been the prospective studies uh, where we continue with the PAN PAN 1 that is ongoing, um, uh, of course, to include additional centers and to sample at the, at the ongoing ones. And some of the ongoing ones have also started to include sub-hospitals um, for increased number of patients, which is, is a good progress. Um, the most important uh, step during the quarter three was that we were able to announce for the PANSIM-1, which is the prospective study that will cover the early symptoms um, uh, application of the, um, 
of the uh, uh, PANC and the tests. Uh, and this is a test where we want to um, uh, make sure that uh, patients that present with vague or, or early symptoms that could be pancreas cancer, but also most often is other uh, uh, diseases or, or, or troubles, uh, that they get much faster to uh, specialist care uh, uh, when it comes to pancreatic cancer. That's a problem today. And in this area, we have announced a collaboration and it's, uh, with Stephen Pereira, who is a uh, um, professor at uh, UCL in London, covering north of London with that hospital system. Um, uh, and, and he's one of the world's leading experts in this particular um, clinical uh, need area when it comes to early detection for patients that show early symptoms uh, of, of pancreatic cancer. Uh, so uh, this was uh, quickly followed as we have press released by a pilot or observation study sample collection. That means that, that the uh, first part of, of what will be a prospective study for uh, um, early symptoms application is already ongoing, where 360 patients now in this first phase will be uh, collected and analyzed, uh, and we expect to be able to uh, present um, the result of this initial part of, of the uh, PANSIM-1 already during 2018 for interim results. Uh, this is, is a very good progress and uh, it is important uh, to, um, to be able to show results in that area. And also there's an advantage with the PANSIM-1 uh, compared to the, for example, PANFAM-1, and that is that uh, you can do the whole prospective uh, studies with much fewer centers required because there's a high flow of patients in this area. Uh, there's a rather short and efficient recruitment process, and uh, most important of all, given the nature of, this, of the situation, the patients who actually have pancreatic cancer have it immediately, which means you get results, uh, so to say, um, directly. You don't need to wait for them to develop pancreatic cancer, if you understand what I mean. Uh, this gives us um, uh, 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 a very good um, uh, timing of, of this prospective study, and we believe that it can come up in parallel with the PANFAM-1. Uh, it also addresses a market that is very, very interesting. It's uh, uh, given uh, the data we now have from the collaboration UCL and, and uh, extrapolating that to the, to the uh, market we are focusing on in Europe and in US. It's, it's about a million tests per year opportunity when it comes to pants in one, uh, uh, which is a very, very interesting one. And it's also so that uh, there are um, reforms ongoing, specifically in Scandinavia, uh, UK, and also in, in parts of US, where uh, something called diagnostic centers are created, and this is an, uh, a way to change the pathways in the hospital systems to address this problem with uh, the time it takes from earlier first visits um, uh, to the healthcare systems to, to actual diagnosis of cancer in general. Diagnostic centers has been formed uh, first in Denmark with very good success and then spread to UK, now also to Sweden, other countries and US uh, uh, doing the same thing. And this uh, general change in hospital system is a strong advantage for the introduction of, of our test in the PANSIM-1 area, the early detection. So we are, are moving with a, a general change in hospital systems that, that fits us time-wise time extremely well. And that's another reason why 
why the pans in one uh, application of the um, of the test is uh, has become such a priority for us uh, now when we have have the right inroads to to, the, to that market. So that's a very important step during uh, Q3, and a very very interesting market opportunity. Uh, then when it comes to the diabetes side. Uh, there we call the, the, the study in planning, uh, the prospective study Pandia one. Um, what has happened in the in the uh, pancreas uh, in the diabetes risk group area, which is of course uh, focused, as you heard before, on patients that have got a diabetes diagnosis and are over 50 years of age. Uh, which is the long-term very large opportunity for, for the company. Uh, that's why we are focusing on this as well in parallel with the two other studies. So what we have done here, uh, we have started during the quarter the retrospective study uh, from uh, a biobank uh, created by Lund University Diabetes Cent Diabetes Center. They have over the many years collected uh, samples from uh, diabetes patients at the diabetes um, uh, diagnosis and followed them up uh, over, over a number of years uh, what happened to them. And in this group of more than 12,000 people, a uh, number have according to the, um, in line with the uh, uh, risk level for pancreatic cancer, actually gotten pancreatic cancer uh, in, a, in a three to four year period after diabetes uh, diagnosis. These samples we have now extracted from these enormous biobanks, uh, or LODC has done it for us and had delivered them to us, and we are currently running that study uh, on the retrospective data. And this will enable us to see or prove that we can, on the samples that were collected at the diabetes diagnosis, if we already then would have seen the, the pancreas cancer uh, uh, in the patients, which would have meant that they could have been treated much, much earlier. Very important retrospective study that uh, will support our claim in that area uh, with payers and, and with uh, centers that are now going in for the prospective studies because they, of course, need to get their ethical approvals and then you need some uh, good data to show that. So, so this study is strongly supporting our efforts in the in the diabetes. Uh, we expect uh, to be able to uh, present results of this study uh, during Q1 2018. Uh, when it comes to setting up the prospective study and so forth, uh, you know that we have a long-term collaboration since with NCI. However, National Cancer Institute uh, has been on a slow start uh, according to the reason plans. Uh, due to um, budget problems uh, with the new administration in the U.S., um, and they also slightly lately changed a little bit the setup, uh, and they're building a biobank uh, of this one. So we continue to work with them, but as, uh, on the, uh, not to be hampered by their timelines. We have, for a rather long time, held parallel discussions with healthcare providers that have uh, patients of this type and this is uh, progressing very well, uh, so we are in our plans for this on track, and we will report, of course, further as we continue to um, uh, 
to build this uh, Pandia one study there. We're also uh, syncing the study design with the payers uh, as we move forward here, which is very important. And we do expect to move forward both on the US and the European basis uh, uh, combined for this one to cover the needs, <coughs> needs uh, for authorities on both sides of the Atlantic. So uh, we are very pleased with the progress in this area uh, during Q3. Then um, moving into the autoimmunity part, um, we, um, as you know, during the first half of this year presented very, very good results on uh, differential diagnosis uh, of uh, SLE, rheumatoid arthritis, vasculitis, and, and Sjögren's uh, syndrome. Uh, and now uh, we have during the quarter press release that we have uh, uh, entered into an agreement with Linköping University Hospital uh, and the reason for that is that they have very, very good biobanks for all four of these diseases that now have been delivered to us um, uh, and we also have access to expertise in all the four uh, uh, areas of, of, um, of these diseases here. Uh, so we are doing what I call complementary and validating studies. Validating is, as you may remember from the pancreas side, that when we have had the fantastic results of the first study there in Scandinavian cohort, we did a U.S. cohort to, to show that we could repeat results in a different one. And that's what we're doing with the, uh, we'll do here now with the, with the uh, differential uh, results. But also it's important to do more studies to um, further find out uh, how well we can answer um, certain unmet needs when it comes to, uh, to differential diagnosis and also other areas in, in this area. That is a very, very important input for us in our strategic planning and the exact product definition. Uh, because this is a very, very large area, which is great. It's a fantastic commercial opportunity. Just if you look upon RA, rheumatoid arthritis, it actually affects almost 1% of the world population. Uh, uh, and some of these cases are very are difficult to diagnose. Uh, uh, and therefore, if you can configure your tests and show that, that you can answer the today unanswered uh, part of the of the uh, uh, diagnosis needs in that area and also, of course, uh, uh, the overlapping area with SLE and, and other diseases, uh, you get a very good position. So, so um, the uh, total market for autoimmunity is very, very large when it comes to volumes. Um, as I indicated here, uh, when it comes to RA, for example, the, uh, the current methods do work for, for quite a few patients, uh, but uh, the tests available to uh, single market tests actually uh, show that the te patients do not have uh, 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 RA uh, in up to 25% of the case. As an example of, of, of a problem to solve, there are others uh, that we now taking out with our complementary studies in order to be able to configure and uh, determine exactly how we uh, position ourselves in that market. So um, we have now all the biobanks we need to do that work and, and it's ongoing in the laboratories. Um, there are uh, timelines and, and, and once we get uh, moved now from these initial studies or uh, so forth to development projects for, for the uh, uh, autoimmune products uh, will, of course, benefit a lot from all the work done in the Pancreas project. The Pancreas project is not only to develop a product, it's developing the whole infrastructure of the company and the technology 
That means that the pipeline products will have a, a, a much smoother road forward once uh, the um, tests have been defined in the earlier studies. So uh, it's, it's uh, an opportunity for, for utilizing what's done in the pancreas test uh, for the pipeline going forward. And that's something that is, I think, extremely positive for the company moving into other or adjacent areas uh, of diagnosis. Um, so, in summary, uh, the main listing process for NASDAQ is ongoing. We are in the hands of the NASDAQ process there, and we will communicate as soon as we have their decision on, on the date. Um, the Pancas project is progressing towards the sales starts, as uh, indicated uh, all the time, from the uh, second half of, of 2018. Um, we have now prospective studies that cover the free uses of, usages of the test. Uh, we're familiar, which is characterized by it has the strongest demand and push from the uh, affected people themselves. This is the area where we believe that the self-pay patients will, will um, uh, come from, most of them. This market is, is 2 billion uh, Swedish crowns per year. In terms of tests there, a fantastic opportunity uh, driven by the patients mainly uh, in that area. Then we have the early symptoms where we now uh, have the first pilot of a prospective study that we will hopefully, uh, or not hopefully, that we will show uh, interim results from already during 2018. Um, uh, this is, has, is characterized by, by early adoption in the healthcare due to the ongoing uh, changes. That, that is very um, positive for, for immunovia. Uh, so we can write on, the, on these changes uh, related to building up diagnostic centers in, in many countries, uh, particularly our target countries. Uh, that market, as I mentioned, is, is uh, 5 uh, billion sec per year in total and, and about a million tests per year. Very, very important, and I think that will have maybe the fastest route to, uh, to adoption in terms of, um, of the hospital use uh, moving forward. Uh, and then uh, uh, the diabetes, uh, uh, very happy to, to, to move forward there, which is the largest volume opportunity for growth. Of course, uh, we know that it's a 30 billion Swedish uh, crown uh, market. And uh, we will soon have the results from this important uh, retrospective study. And uh, the, we are uh, confident now on the prospective center build up uh, going forward here. Finally, as, as a summary, the biobanks for autoimmunity are secured. They are in, in our freezers. The studies have started and are ongoing, and uh, the road to market will be um, uh, smoother based on the infrastructure built up uh, by the PANCAN project. So that was uh, what I wanted to, uh, to cover um, as a summary of, of the Q3 report, and uh, I'd like to open up for, for questions. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have a question for the speaker, please press zero 01 on your telephone keypad and you'll enter a queue. So that is zero 01 to register for a question. I would like to remind you that if you want to ask a question, you will have to press zero 01 on your telephone keypad now. There appear to be no questions registered, so I'll return the conference back to the speaker for any closing comments. Okay, um, so um, uh, you have more chances to ask questions. I will present tomorrow at the Unicorn Summit from Water Securities in Stockholm and also at uh, further places uh, that we, we 
during the autumn um, that we um, uh, will uh, which we have on our uh, homepage. Uh, and I also, as a final thing, would like to remind you that on Thursday, uh, the 16th of November, it's the World Pancreatic Cancer Day. And uh, we are um, supporting the, health, the uh, patient organizations, uh, and we have created, together with uh, European leaders, patients, uh, and, and lots of people interested in this area globally, a um, online event uh, that will start 9 o'clock uh, on Thursday this week. Uh, you can reach it uh, from our homepage or at uh, worldpancreaticcancer.se. Uh, uh, but go into our homepage. Uh, it's on the first page there. Uh, on Thursday morning, uh, 9 o'clock, uh, you can see a lot of short uh, videos and, and comments and uh, presentations from from pancreologists, from patients, from uh, from everybody involved globally in, in this area. Uh, I think that can be a very good uh, uh, support of, of the course of pancreatic cancer and also uh, educational and informative for, for many of us. So I uh, hope, hope you do that. And uh, thanks for, for listening today. Mm -hmm.